This is Hot Parking, brought to you by Right Honda and Right Toyota out of Scottsdale, Arizona. Of course, I am your host, Jay Finning. It's almost time. Almost time for Monterey Car Week. Dwayne Johnson, not The Rock, will be coming into town, and we will go and spend our weekend together at the Acura reception. We will go to the Quail on Friday, probably hit up Laguna Seca, watch the Rolex, I think it's like the 50th year anniversary of Rolex Historics. Maybe go check out Johnny Valencia and his crew at Exotics on Broadway. He was on the show a few weeks ago. You know, we used to talk about pet peeves. I used to have the random thought of the week. Every once in a while, I still put it in there. But then other times I'm just kind of chilling and I decided to jot down something that I'm thinking about so I could talk about it on the show. Before that, coming up, in a little bit, Mr. West Tankishly, if you guys are familiar enough with this show that you'll know that he comes on every once in a while, he recently took a trip to San Francisco to watch a baseball game. He rented a vehicle. There's the hook. We're going to learn about the vehicle that he rented. For the rest of you, you know him from One Drink Wednesday, which we do every Wednesday on Instagram Live. So he's definitely a friend of the show. But I got this thing. So it's, I, I got to work on being more patient with people. Like I, everybody who knows me well knows I hate repeating myself. My wife of all people knows it. She used to ask me every time she would plug her phone up to the computer. How do you back your phone up on iTunes? Which isn't really a thing anymore. Although I still do it. You can do it, but everything's, you know, designed to be managed in the cloud, but it's, it's the thing where I, I like helping people. I like helping you if you have a question, but if you ask me the same question and I've already answered it and it's not a difficult answer to remember, then I start getting annoyed. There's the person who asks you for everything also, instead of taking two seconds to look it up themselves, like half the answers to these questions that certain people ask me, it's like either a pay attention the first three times I told you, or B go online because you'll find the answer really fast. They're not complicated questions. They're, they're, they're questions that are easily answered if you just rub a couple brain cells together instead of wasting my time having me tell you again for the fifth or sixth time and then i feel kind of then then it's like god jay's kind of an asshole well no it's like again i love to help people but once it becomes a habit then you start falling way down on my shit list you start circling the drain really fast is what i'm trying to tell you bugs the hell out of me so in preparation for monterey car week i decided to go shopping Got to get an outfit. This is one of these things I'm kind of known for when I do go to the Acura reception, which I don't go every year, but I've been most of the years. First year, I had like a triple P suit on. I was looking fly. People thought I was somebody, even though I'm nobody. I'm just some guy. Because there's definitely somebody's there. Second year, not quite as fancy, but still pretty nice. Third time, every time I seem to get, you know, I'm, I'm pretty fancy, but I alter it. You know, last year I wore a pair of jeans, some really nice jeans, uh, some brand new all white Adidas and a long, you know, like a button up shirt, kind of casual, but kind of nice looking this year. I'm going to be wearing a very similar outfit. Just went out and bought some brand new jeans, some, some, uh, some Joe's you guys familiar with Joe's Joe's. I, I bought Joe's jeans at Nordstrom rack. Jeans are one of those things where it's kind of, you know what you like, you know what fits, 
versus you know what doesn't fit. I, a few years ago, I was on this kick where I was like destined to find really nice pair of jeans without breaking the bank. Because I think of guys, they say every guy should have two pair of jeans at least. Two pair of jeans that you can wear with almost anything. Girls, who knows? They got 50 maybe. But I went out and I bought like five or six pair of jeans. All different. You know, you try them all on and they fit. They feel good. Some definitely feel better than others. You know, I think I bought like one of the best of Levi you can buy. Because Levi jeans do have, like they have a whole range full of, you can buy a new pair of Levi for $45. You can buy a new pair of Levi for $75. Like they're not cheap anymore. That's right, 70 bucks for a pair of Levi's jeans. But I bought some that were really nice. You know, I did this thing, you know, like anybody else that wants to know what's out there, you Google it and it's like, hey, what are the the top 10 most comfortable jeans? You know, what are the top blah, 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 blah. So I settled on them. And what I realized is like some of the most expensive, comfortable jeans out there, you've probably never heard of. Not if you're like me. I mean, if you're rolling with those circles, maybe, you know, like Dwayne, who's going to go to Monterey with me. He, he's one of those guys where he always pulls some weird brands out of his ass. I've never heard of him before. Expensive as shit. We went to some like winter store, some when I lived in, uh, in, in Michigan and we're walking around and it's like, okay, well, you know, you know, Patagonia, right. And North face, like everybody knows North face, which I think North face is pretty expensive. Patagonia, pretty expensive, but there's some brands in there like Patagonia that I never heard of. And it's, it's like, is that, is that a $400 sweater? You're like, yep. Oh. I'm going to buy these pants. I'm looking at these pants and he didn't buy no pants, but it's like, they look like regular ass khakis, but these are like $300 pants. Like there's that, like there's so many brands out there and this isn't a fashion podcast. This is a hard parking, non-automotive automotive podcast where I can talk about whatever I want, like jeans for car week. So there's your automotive. Anyway, so I tried all these different pair of pants on and, and Joe's is a brand that I decided I like. It's like Joe's, Joe's Brixton jeans, Brixton, B-R-I-X-T-O-N, like Brixton Forge, the wheel company. So I tried on, I grabbed three pair of Joe's, a dark gray, a light kind of an acid washy gray in like this weird light blue, but not like light denim blue. So other like, I don't know, it's hard to describe, but it was all blue. And I put the blue ones on first. And I was like, shit, man, these things are tight as fuck. Like, I don't remember that. But I could see my legs. They're like Superman legging blue, like cartoon. I could see my leg muscles. And I don't even have leg muscles. It's like, okay, these, no. No, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be able to see my quads through these pants. And then I looked at the little tag on them, and I realized those were Joe's Slim. The other two I grabbed were Brixton. So I was like, oh, okay, Brixton. Put the Brixton on, they're nice. But yeah, they're like 80 bucks at, uh, at Nordstrom Rack. And that, you know, years ago, like I could never spend $80 on a pair of jeans. Like the, another pair of nice jeans I have is seven, seven jeans, what they're called. Seven for mankind. 
is their style. Like Brixton is the style for the Joes. And I bought those off of eBay. They were used. I heard they were a good jean. I was like, all right, well, went online. I'm like, fuck, those are like two, three hundred dollars. I'm not spending that for jeans. So I bought those on eBay for like 50 bucks. I tried them on. I was like, holy shit, these are nice. So yeah, there's the thing. For those of you thinking, thinking all jeans are the same, they're not. But it's really, it's really, you know, what what works best for you, honestly, at the end of the day. So I can't wait to to rock my outfit, Monterey Car Week. But yeah, so I was I was walking past a mirror, and there's nothing worse. Like I need to lose weight. I looked at the mirror, and like I always wear a large shirt, but the larges seem to be getting smaller lately. And so I grabbed like the large button up shirt, short sleeve, you know, like a summer shirt. But looking at that mirror, woof, I thought I was in a fun house. Looked like a fun house photo of me. Need to get on the treadmill. Like most people, they look at me and they're like, wow, man, you work out? No, no, I don't. You're obviously not looking at me at the right angles. Or you are looking at me at the right angles, but not the real angles. You know, the angles my wife gets to see. She tells me I need to work out. I always tell her she's fat shaming me. She's not. Because you get to a certain point where you start throwing out all the clothes that don't fit you anymore. They don't fit me anymore because I've outgrown them. They fit me because I'm no longer, they, out, I don't, they don't fit me anymore because I'm no longer in shape. So I need to get my life together. Coming up, we're going to get into a little bit of car news. And after that, Wes Tankersley. Jay Finning here. And I want to tell you guys about Four Wheel Online. For over a decade, Four Wheel Online has been bringing the best truck accessories and truck parts to enhance the appearance and performance of all trucks and SUVs. They are dedicated to providing an extensive range of upgrades that will match any maker model on the road. Their truck products cover everything you need to give your truck a custom look and added functionality. And if you need a tire and wheel package, head over and use the configuration tool. They carry all the major brands of wheels and tires, so we'll get outfitted today. So visit them online at Four Wheel Online or call them at 813-769-2451. Again, that's Four Wheel Online, the number four wheel online. So you guys know I'm a big fan of the Rivian trucks. We've talked about the Rivian EVs on here. Rivian loses nearly $2 billion in its second quarter as expenses mount. So that is a $2 billion reported loss. Now, this is on MSN. Actually, it's in a lot of places, but this specific article is on MSN.com. Says here, earnings results. Rivian Automotive Incorporated late Thursday reported a narrower than expected quarterly loss, but called for steeper losses for the year. Warned about ongoing supply chain snags and saw rising expenses, sending the stock lower in the extended session. So that two billion is about it's really one point seven billion or a dollar eighty nine a share. I think they're on pace to lose five billion dollars this year. That's a lot. Another interesting thing, though, is despite the losses reported, they've actually exceeded their estimated goal of sales doing 25,000 trucks this year. According to this article, they're still thinking that if Rivian's going to be a big player in the EV world, they had 98,000 pre-orders on the books from customers in the USA and Canada. So the demands are still there. It's just super weird. But before you, because, you know, everybody's been kind of making fun of Rivian because of this. And I think I even heard uh, Matt, maybe, don't quote me on this, but maybe Matt Motorator had said that, 
you know, they've got too much money into these vehicles for what they're selling them for. They should be selling them for more. It's what it sounds like, but it's kind of a hard thing to push. And for those of you super duper Tesla fans out there this year or last year for you, Tesla fans out there last year, Tesla reported its first full year profit, first profit, a feat 18 years in the making. Wow. So why Rivian is in his first year, they've lost $2 billion, basically. It took Tesla 18 years to turn a profit. Uh, Tesla hasn't had to deal with, in the past, the same supply chain management issues or the raw materials costs that everybody else has in the last couple of years. In fact, as a t-shirt maker myself, I can tell you that I was doing some pricing for a friend, and I went to take a look at how much the price had changed. So I went to my order history and I said, okay, I want to reorder these shirts. So for the block of shirts that I had ordered back in May, it cost about $275. That same exact cluster of shirts was almost $400. That is insane because that could have been more than like 60 shirts. Look at that math. It's affecting everybody. If fucking t-shirt costs. So yeah, I get it. I get why Rivian is losing all this money. But at the same time, as a sense of perspective, like I said, it took Tesla 18 years to make a, make a penny. Also in car news, not really car news, but you guys know Drew Bunkley, friend of the show. Formerly of Fountain Hills Motorsports, now Westgate Exotic Cars and Rentals. So he had posted a reel with, you know, back when I picked up my NSX Type S. And, you know, he's a big Corvette C8 guy. So he's got, you know, a lot of Corvette C8 people following his page. And just the the comments from the uneducated is insane. Everyone's like, oh, it's, you know, it's one thing. You could say the NSX is ugly if you want. A lot of people say, say the Corvette is ugly. I think the Corvette has some nice angles. I think the NSX has some nice angles, even if you think it's ugly. But, uh, you know, people are saying, oh, they should put a twin turbo in there or they should swap. You know, it's like, dude, do you guys, the amount of people who talk, who have no idea what they're actually talking about is hilarious. And what it, it's, it's hard to not comment. That person inside of me wants to be like, oh, actually, but there's no point. The next debate the next conversation you win on social media will be the first one the next one that matters will be the first one i decided a long time ago especially on facebook oh my gosh trying to change someone's mind on a facebook post it's no there's no use if it's a personal friend drag them to the side drag them to the direct messages and have a conversation with them hash it out don't have a fight with somebody on their wall Anyway, I kind of swayed off over the car news, but that is your car news. Wes Tankersley, welcome back to the show. It's not like we don't talk to each other a lot because we do have the One Drink Wednesday that we do every Wednesday, 7 o'clock Pacific on Instagram Live. Before we get to your car rental, uh, how was your weekend? You went to San Francisco and went to the game? Yeah, I I went to, we went to go visit, part, part of the whole reason we went down there was to go visit family which not my family, my wife's family. So um, that's always interesting in itself for their divorce and stuff. So the parents are divorced and everyone's trying to pull everyone every way. So it's not mm. vacation. 
it's sure. it's a pain in the ass. It's it sucks. And so we uh we did that. The main reason I wanted to go down there was to go see the Giants play. So we went and did that yesterday night, which was it's it was a very fun like I got to take my son who's seven months old to his first game. It was super cool to do that. Um we walked into like the dugout store and pulled out the fitted not the fitted, but like New Era makes a hat for little kids and it says my first no kidding. On the, on the on the tag instead of like the size. It's adorable. So it was yeah, it was super cool. And the guy behind the counter was just like just he was so excited to see Nolan. He's just like, Oh man, baby. And he's like, Look at the hat, look at the tag. He was like, Tell me all about it. I'm like, I just I had to look down because I didn't even look at the tag. And I was like, Oh shit, this is awesome. Couldn't take that tag off. <laughs> now you said yesterday night. Yep. It, so the game was a night game. Why didn't you uh, say last night? I don't know. That's a good question. Just, uh, <laughs> oh man, recording this Mr. on a Sunday night. So you went on on Saturday. Yep. Um, how'd it go with the family? Good. You know, it's it's it was a super cool game because, like I was saying, I got to take Nolan the first one. But we always go with my wife. Always wants to involve or ask her family if they want to go, and they all want to go, but they don't want to pay for the good seats, which mm. pisses me off because I got a brand new knee in November and. It's a, it's a hassle going up all these stairs and everything, and that's you know, we did all that. And then my wife picked out the tickets. They're in like section three seventeen, but like halfway up to the very top on the top section. And then we're stuck in between like three people, so she didn't think to get us like an aisle, so that we were on the end because everyone wants to go in and out, go get beer, go get garlic fries, go get all that stuff. So you're constantly standing up and letting the people shimmy past you. There's not a whole lot of room. And, and you're then, a bigger guy too. You're, you're a tall guy. Yeah, it sucks. I was looking down. I was talking to my brother-in-law cause I was looking down to the seats that I wanted to sit in as you can see them. And I'm like, look at all that room that they have. Like you can see, like it may not be much more. It may be like three or four inches, but it's more. And when you're six foot three and you're, and you're hanging out, in these seats, it just, it's so uncomfortable. My knee hurt the whole time. It was the same thing on the plane, on the plane flight, you know, down to down there. Cause I was flying Southwest down there, which I'll tell you, and you probably know this already, but I flew Alaska back and I would way rather fly Alaska than Southwest any day. <laughs> Why is that? It's, it's, I mean, Southwest is like perfect for people like you traveling with Micronians. Yeah. Well, that's the big thing, right? Southwest is great. Cause you get like two free check bags. But I was traveling by myself, and my wife had gone down there a little bit earlier. Oh. Um, and then I went down on Thursday and then came back today, and they're coming back on Tuesday. So that oh. in itself sucks. Right. Hold on, hold on. Did you remember to check in on time, or did you get stuck at, like, C50? Well, so the first day I checked in on time, so I was, like, in the second boarding group. I was in the A group, but I was like A49, and they go 1 through oh, 31 through 60. That's still good, though. Yeah, it was good. It was, yeah, and I found a seat, and I was good and everything. It's just like there was just less room for your knees, and then we're sitting next to someone. That flight was completely packed, and it was uncomfortable because the guy who was sitting next to me was bigger, too. You know, he wasn't as wide as I was, but he's a tall, you know, kind of taking up space, um, sitting right next to me. It's the shoulders. That's that's yep. the thing with me. It's just because Yvette's always like, well, you know, you always get the window and I always get stuck in the middle. I go, because I can't sit on the aisle because my shoulders are so broad. 
yeah. you're getting smacked. Or, you know, last time that we, we flew, I, we had to sit in different, you know, because we were like B80 or some shit. And um, so we were like in front of each other. And it's the same deal. When you sit next to someone else with big shoulders. I didn't even think about that because that's exactly what happened. So today I sat next to someone, even though I didn't have to. But on Alaska, they had they give you seat numbers, right? So I was sitting next to some little girl. She was little, but she's, you know, little lady, I guess we should say. She right. was tiny, sitting right next to me, and she didn't take any of my space. So it was, plus the seats were way com- more comfortable. I mean, there's nothing comfortable about flying anyway, but I don't know. It almost makes me want to fly first class. I don't know how much more that costs, but I'll tell you what, it might be worth it for me. Well, it's zero on uh, Southwest. Yeah, because they don't got it. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that makes sense. So you, um, but you know what? I never thought about that. I don't go to games. Yeah. You know, but even when we pick, you know, the only thing close to picking seats I can think of is the movies. And, uh-huh. I, and I never think, I guess in the movies it's different, right? Because the movies you want to be like right in the middle yeah. at the top. But you're right, man. Right. S- sitting on the aisle at any event, like large people event. That's that's smart. I never would have thought about that. Yeah, and I didn't either. And then my brother-in-law, like, he didn't buy the tickets because he usually gets them. He's like, I'll train Christine next time. And I'm like, you're not going to train Christine next time because I'm not doing this again. I'm going to go myself. I'm going, I'll pay for the $100 seats and I'll go sit down on the lower level because that's where I want to sit. Yeah, and so that's, guys, an, that's, that's another question, right? So you mentioned going with people who don't want to pay a little extra for better seats. How much does it cost to go to a Major League Baseball game? Well, like those tickets were like 36 bucks. They used to be really cheap. They used to be like 18, but they're like 36. Okay. It's it's not a bad view because like we were, I posted some pictures on Instagram and it's not a bad view. And that's when I say there's not a bad seat in the house. I mean, as far as visually, there's not a bad seat in that place. But as far as comfortability, I don't even know if that's a word. It's not comfortable. Comfortability. I think it is. Okay. <laughs> I thought maybe I might have made that up. I think it is. Yeah. Well, I got your back. Yeah. Well, I was just curious because if you, the, a, a good seat, and it's not a bad seat in the house, there's definitely bad seats in the house of NFL games. Yeah, but, for sure. You know, a good seat is what? Like, I'm not talking, you know, right behind the, like, what's, what's a decent seat? Uh, probably about 100. You could probably do 80 to 100 and get a, they call it like club level. Okay. Yeah. Get a club level seat and, and for 80 to a hundred. So the average ticket price for an NFL game is $151. And that's what, so when you're saying 30, it's like, Wes, we're going to go. You go, yeah. How much is it? It's a hundred hundred bucks. Done. Yep. Done. But not these people. Like, yeah. and that was the thing is like, she wants to go with her family and they're like, no, that's too much. And they don't care. See, that's the thing. Like the level of how much I care about it versus how much they care about it is completely different. You know, like I, I know most people don't like baseball, but I love it and I love the giants. And I would, I, you know, I'm planning on coming down there in September to go watch them play in Arizona because I just don't want to go to California. We're going to go to a game. Um, I'm going because it's you. Um, I don't, I don't hate baseball. I just don't care about it if that's fair, but I I do, I do pay attention. And even in that though, I would want, you know, good seats. Yeah. For sure. And that's what I'm going to find. I mean, we'll just figure it out and we'll sit somewhere where it'll be comfortable for both of us. Yeah. Um, we'll see if we can find something for Turkey. If he goes. 
if he goes. <laughs> the only thing yeah. that's Turkey Garcia, one of our uh, our main guys on One Drink Wednesday. Um, yep. The only thing that's comparable, and I understand where you're coming from, is remember I told you we went to go see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness when we were in uh-huh. Michigan with a couple of our cousins. They liked the movies. Um, I didn't realize, how, you know, it, this is how you know if someone's really into it. We walk in and the seats that they bought are the very bottom row right in front of the screen. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, what? And yeah, we were late. Yeah. And that was our fault. But, you know, Yvette's like, oh, I don't know if I really like the movie because she tells everyone she's a diehard MCU fan, but she doesn't. Dude, she doesn't know anything. Right. If I if I say, hey, uh, Star-Lord, you see that thing with Star-Lord? Who's Star-Lord? I'm like, Star-Lord, Guardians of the Galaxies. I don't, I don't really pay attention. But then you, it's like, how do you not know? He's like one of the main characters in the whole fucking thing. <laughs> it's, it's baffling to me. If I say Steve yeah. Rogers, she might know now. But before, I should be like, who? Captain yeah. America. That's his name. I don't know his name. Right. Like, okay. okay. You, you know, die hard. Right, exactly. But um, you must have rented a car. What'd you rent? Yeah, so it's funny. I have never, like, I think usually my brother-in-law rents them for us. Like, he just rents them and we pay him for them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I rented through Costco for the first time. I don't know if you've Uh ever done that before. No, I have not. It was great because I got a free upgrade. So, like, I went in there going to get, like, a a compact SUV, kind of like a CRV or something. And ended up with a mid-sized uh, Toyota 4Runner, so it was it was pretty cool to get that. They asked me, they said, "You want a four? You want a 4Runner or a Ford? What was it Edge? I think is the other one." First off, that's like, a ridiculous question, and I guess the only difference is if you if, if they just think you just need a tiny, tiny micro crossover SUV because I imagine there's a lot of people who don't want a 4Runner. Yeah. But anybody who knows anything about vehicles is always is going to take a 4Runner 100 percent of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, screw this. I don't want to afford it anyway. Like I'm, I'm a Chevy guy. So like I'm so diehard Chevy that if, if it was a Ford, you know, like I'd take it, but I'd like, if I'm offered something other than a Ford, like if it was a Kia, I would have took the Kia. Mm. <laughs> I hate Ford. So you're that guy. You're, you're the guy I've, I've, I've used you, not you specifically, but that guy as an example, when I'm trying to talk about one auto, I said, if you're yeah. a, I said, it's about, but the difference is you at least, I think you can look across and be like, that's a nice looking forward, but I don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. Like, I don't want that oval on my, it's not that I don't like, you know, like Mustangs are awesome. I saw a Ford Lightning when I was down there, one of the new ones. I was like, oh, wow. Because they, they look just a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, like they're not bad looking. It's just, I'm just not I love Chevy. <laughs> well, some people are like, there's, there's all Fords are ugly. I'm like, what? Like, you don't yeah, have to like them or drive them, but they're not all ugly. And if you're a hardcore Ford guy, you can't say every Chevy or GM is ugly because you're insane. Right. Well, you know, I mean, there, there's some really cool Ford cars, you know, and, and I'm not, I just, if you're going to give me the option between a Toyota and a Ford, I'm taking a Toyota any day. Yeah. So sorry, back to your, so you grabbed a Forerunner. Yep. So I grabbed a Forerunner, went out and got it kind of took a look around it. There was a little ding in the front door. I don't, I don't know what that does. It's like either it's like, are they going to charge me for it? So I took pictures and then I jumped in it and took off. Um, 
you know, and it, it rode pretty nice. My wife kept saying it rode like my Jeep. And I was like, no, it did not. It does not even ride anything like my Jeep. I mean, it's a, I think we were talking about this, how it's a, it's on a pickup chassis, mm-hmm. but it's not a pickup, right? It's an right. SUV. And there was a couple things that I didn't, like I took, like I'm sitting there thinking, what's Jay going to want to know about this thing? And there was just a couple things that really bugged me. The first thing I always check is CarPlay, right? Because no CarPlay, no Jay. And that's something <laughs> I always think about. Yes. And it had it had CarPlay, so we were great. It didn't have, I don't think, I don't know if it had wireless CarPlay because I didn't hook it to the, I didn't hook it to my phone. There's a lot of people who hook it to their phone and I just had my. Here's, here, here's the deal moving forward. And this is what I've discovered. And I could be wrong, but just based on what I've discovered so far, if you can't get the CarPlay to come up, chances are it's wireless CarPlay because no. you have to pair your car with the vehicle first. Then you have the option of going wired or hard or, uh, or wireless. Yeah, and I didn't even take that chance, but I do know that when I looked at it this morning, I was pressing something and like it said, connect to a phone. And I was like, no. But I hit the button just to see, and there was like 20 phones in there. So people have left their phone connected to it, you know, instead of wiping it out. And I would usually clear it, you know, after I got done. I forgot about that. Wes, I forgot all about that because that used to be one of my gripes when I would rent a car every week is people pair their phone to their car. And then they don't unpair it. And it's not right. like it really, but some cars, it's like you can only pair 10, 10 phones or whatever. So then you have to kind of go through and delete other ones to pair yours. Yeah. In a car that you've never, you don't know what you're doing. So you're half the time is spent trying to figure out how to delete the phone out of there. Yeah. If, if so you couldn't do it. I, I had one of those. I think last time oh, we were in California, actually. Yeah, we were in California. We had a forerunner. Yeah. And this one we went to Disneyland last November. Okay. And it was the same deal. I was just driving that thing and it just to me, it felt like a truck, obviously, because it's built on a truck chassis, but you know, as a as an SUV lover, they feel different. Yeah, they, they definitely feel like I mean, so we have a pilot, right? And I don't I don't think you can really compare anything that Toyota has to what Honda has, because it's like maybe a RAS stuff. Mm, yeah, RAV4 and CRV maybe, right? Yeah. Well, RAV4's got bigger. I guess they got some stuff because they got that new. My, there's another one, not a RAV4, but my brother just got one. Um, that's the next one in between the the Forerunner. I can't remember what it's called. Sequoia. No, Sequoia is the big one. Oh, that's that's big. the one on the Tundra chassis. But anyway, you know the pilot's low to the ground, and it's smooth riding and whatever, but this does, it rides like a truck. Like you said, like you can feel it move and flex, um, probably a little bit more jumpy, more bumpy than like my work truck, but it's got a narrower wheelbase. So it's, it's going to be that way, you know? Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't an uncomfortable ride and this thing was leather. It was a TRD vision edition. Um, the, the things that I didn't like about it that was interesting was that like the shifter, right mm-hmm. toyota shifter has been the same forever it's got like all the little notches in it and stuff and so like you have to move it over and then get it in the right notch or whatever and pull it down the automatic shifter which that drives me crazy because it never like just shifts easily like my mom has so our pilot has the push button stuff because it's the black edition but my mom has the shifter in it it's like you pull the button back and then you just drop it where it goes well 
this one you gotta push the thumb button in and then move it around and, and drag it around all those little notches which gets annoying when you're trying to make three-point turns like it wasn't my brother and sister-in-law's driveway all the time um, just like the shifting is kind of funky and then the window buttons are like way up on the top yes how long did They're it take you to down. find them <laughs> it didn't take me long but i was annoyed every time i had to go to them because it was like you know you got to really like lift your arm up to get to them it's not ergonomic yeah no for sure so that that was annoying but those were like really the only two gripes i had about the thing i mean it was really nice it was comfortable it fit the car seat in it well my wife was comfortable in the front um it just didn't you know like third row is always nice because if we're going to the game it would have been nice for everyone to go and go in it but it doesn't have one um but overall i mean it was it was a comfortable ride i didn't mind looking out the window and seeing it there i mean it didn't it, it's not ugly by any means um but it, it is it is like you said it's it looks like a toyota pickup with a cab on it what what so you drive around a pickup all day for work a yep. very, very nice one and then you own a very nice one you own you own a nicer version of the same model that you yep. drive around now, so you were always kind of up now did the did the forerunner also feel like you were up on top of the world or did it feel lower or did you not notice no, you know, actually, that's one thing that I did notice is it looks like it's taller and it feels like it's taller. Um, I, I would say that it's very similar. I'd, now that you say that, I'd like to go park my truck next to one and see if they're like the same level. I mean, they might be it might be a little bit lower, but it sits up and it's, you know, like the pilot, like I was telling you, it's low to the ground. But this thing looks like it's four wheel drive. You know, I mean, it and it really sits up. Well, your truck is a truck, but it probably drives kind of like a nice SUV or does it drive like a truck? Um, it if drives. That makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I would say that it drives like a nice SUV. Yeah. Chevy's known for like kind of having that nice, smooth, like comfortable ride. Right. Um, and, you know, Ford, Ford kind of has that same suspension, I think, too. But I think that Chevy, like, they make their seats nicer and they're a little bit more comfortable to see, sit in. They're not like a truck truck, you know. Um, but suspension-wise, I mean, I would say, honestly, that both of my truck, my work trucks were a nicer, smoother ride than than that 4Runner. Toyota Highlander is what we were looking for earlier. Yep. Is it Highlander? It's yeah, Highlander. I think you're right. Yep. I just I, I yep. went to, to their website. While we were talking, I was like, what, what is that damn thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Highlander. Yeah, so it's like Grab 4 Highlander 4Runner Sequoia, I think. Yeah, because they dropped the Land Cruiser. Yep. I don't know. I would I would run one of those again. I got no I have no problems with that with that four runner. It was it was a nice ride. Would you buy one? No, because I'm never in the market for something that small. Like the pilot is similar, but I don't know. I w- if I if like I had to pick between the pilot and like oh, I'm going to go buy a Forerunner, I'd probably go buy a Highlander. Um, sure. It's yeah. just not my wife would never. That would be my wife my wife's car, right? And she wouldn't like it. It just wouldn't be something that she would drive. Because um, you straight up said it would drove like the Jeep, and like right then and there, that tells me that the reason why I have a new pickup sitting out front is because if she didn't like the way the Jeep rode. Plus it was a little uncomfortable as far as like having the kid and stuff in there. Oh dude. So there's, so while we were down there, we went to Monterey and you'll have to check. I don't know if you're going to go on the wharf at all when you're down there. 
next week. But there was up against, have you been to the wharf before when you've gone there? Mm, I want to say yes. I went, okay. there with the, I went there with the vet once. Okay. When, we're when, you go, when you go to go walk into the wharf, there's like a bunch of boats moored there. And then you keep walking around the corner. And there was like probably 100, 150 sea lions like up right against the railing. Oh, your post. Are these sea yeah. lions or, or what did you say? Or seals. I'm pretty sure they're sea lions and someone else told me that too because they had ears because I guess sea lions have ears and seals don't. But they had these little tiny little ear flaps you could see. But they freaking stunk. They, they smelled like fish and they're not fish. Like they smelled bad. Yeah. It was crazy. I slammed a bunch of uh, stickers up around Monterey Bay. There's uh, if you go on the walking path, you can see some shaping success stickers. Nice. They don't pull they don't pull them down very often, I don't think. And then I also slapped a couple by the ballpark, so some peeps can see that. I gotta I gotta do that too. So Jen, let me ask you this question. Um, so Jen asked, "This is tough. This is tough. What is one thing you want to let go of this year?" Ooh, right. that is a tough one. It's it's very tough. I was trying to think about it. like for me, it's it's the I want to try to be more forgiving. So I want to let go of like my shitty attitude, which I've tried. Like I've been working on that for like three years. Like today was a prime example. Like I was so pissed off about the flight today being delayed, about trying to get the rental car back, about trying, and then sitting at the airport for four hours five hours before I actually got on my plane that was supposed to take off at two 30. Um, and I took it out of my wife and it wasn't her fault that the plane got delayed. You know, she didn't delay the plane and, um, I apologized for it, which doesn't happen very often because I'm kind of a dick. Mm. I see. That makes that's sense. A, that's kind of where I, like I, if I was going to let go of something, just be my shitty attitude when it gets shitty. <laughs> but it takes work, right? Because you, oh, 100%. You, you do it without even realizing, and then it's too late. Yeah. It's like, like, like I, I get in trouble all the time for being snappy. Yep. You don't realize you're snappy until after you've snapped. Yep. And it's like, ah. And that's a thing, like, you know, I, I, you know, I know with like my, my podcast, it's about helping other people be successful, but like on the growth that I've had on TikTok has been from all these positive posts that I've made that are, you know, basically me talking myself through the negative situation. You know, like this is like we, you and I talk on a daily basis. We've talked about this before. It's like something happens at work and I get upset and I'm talking to you about it and I don't think like... I don't think it through and it's nice to talk to you about it because you're like, well, think about this and think about that. And then like, it's, it's once you really think it through and that's really it. It's like making that snappy decision, right? Like you're, like you said, you just snap. You're just like, well, this is my first go-to answer. This is the first thing I would think of instead of going, well, let's think about this in a different way. You know, it's like reading comments. Like I, I have to read comments like two or three times before I, respond because the first response is this person's coming after me. And then I read it again and it's like, Oh no, they're not They're 
they're saying something and I misinterpreted the way that they said it. And, and then I realized that it's don't make that snap decision, you know, to be like block. I hate you. <laughs> right. No, that's good. Yeah. That's, I, I would say that, um, for me, it's letting go of the small stuff. Like don't sweat the small stuff. Like for example, you know, like I, I said this earlier that we have to watch Marcelo's dogs. Right. And again, and the thing is, he didn't get them fixed. He didn't get them professionally trained. They're fucking insane when they're together. And all his dog sitters have quit on him. Right. They don't want to watch his dogs anymore. So then we get to watch him. Now, is it going to kill us to watch his dogs again? And I loved, you know me, I love dogs. Right. But it's not, it's, it's, it's like it's not their fault, but it's the situation. And I got to not sweat the situation because at the end of the day, my wife's always going to say yes when he wants us to watch the dogs. Yep. And the inconvenience is, okay, he has to come over. He's going to have to set up the cage. I'm not moving shit in the garage. He's going to have to do all that stuff. And he, and he will. He'll do it. And then I just have not have, have not to have to, to just not care. Right. I have to not care when they start digging holes in my backyard, which by the way, last time, we were gone and Jaylene watched him and she did a good job. I was worried about that. Oh shit. He still started digging little holes in the backyard. There's like a little crater back there uh-huh. and they're not even out there for more than like a couple hours. Right. But I can't care about stuff that no one else seems to care about. Yeah. And I don't, you know, that stuff's not going to change. Right. I mean, right. That's the thing. It's the small stuff. It's not going to change. Yep. So if it's not going to change, I just, and that's kind of the same thing along those lines. It's like, just start focusing on things that matter, you know, because as much as you don't want, you know, like I was telling you about my sister-in-law's dog, like they watched our dog this weekend, as much as I don't want to watch that dog, my wife will do it. If she asks her to, she's going to do it. Well, they've watched Buster. And I'm like, it's not the same thing. Yeah. The dog is five pounds. This is a like hundred pound husky dog that sheds all over the place, and we're gonna have dog hair all over everything. And I'm grateful that she watched our dog, but it's like it's not the same thing, you know. Well, you know the thing is, he has a roommate, and his roommate has a dog, and his roommate used to be one of his good friends. Uh-huh. And they bought a house together, and they're renting the house out, and they're doing all that kind of stuff. But it's like, you know, you try to tell him it's not a good idea to get in with your buddy on something like that, you know, as yeah. you're, as you're starting to develop what life is from the age of 18 to 26, you know, things change, situations change. And now it's at the point where like their friendship is on the fritz and oh. he'd rather bring the dogs over here than leave the dogs at the house with someone at the house that can help actually watch the dogs. Because I guess the dogs all fight because none of them are fixed. Yeah. It's just a bad situation. Well, and it's too late now to fix them because they're old enough where you yeah. can do it, but it's not going to do the thing that you're trying to get the fixing to do. But the other, the other guy's dog is some two-year-old insane puppy that's trying to kill every other dog on the planet. Like, he's taking Jeez. off chunks off of Marcelo's dogs. It's like, what the fuck? Wow. Yeah, that's, that's like you said. You, you got to, like, dogs are, you know, dogs are an investment. Um it's funny. My parents' dog passed away this last week. They had to put her down and I show up at my in-laws house and they have the same exact dog. It's, you know, it's like lab. Mm-hmm. 
at least labs are always like they just want to play is all they want but like they're jumping all over everything they're kicking everything you know they it's i don't know mm-hmm. it's when i got a dog i didn't i never wanted a dog like it's not that i'm not a dog person it's just i don't like cleaning up after him and my daughter wanted one really bad and i was like all right if we get one we're gonna get one that is tiny because i'm gonna be the one who cleans up after him i know it so So funny you say that yeah same deal yeah so we got this little tiny morky and he's kind of easy to clean up after so he doesn't shed and he doesn't eat a lot and I don't know where he's at right now. He's downstairs. He's pouting because he's he's been with he's not seen us for a while. But yeah, in any event, well, I think it's a good idea. I think that's kind of it's similar things that we need to work on, right? We need to give up. Just control the things you can. You can't stop your wife from wanting to help her son and take care of those dogs. So there's nothing you can really do about it. Just she. It's it's not that I don't want to help him. Yeah but I'm more accountability driven and he knows he's, yeah, he, he he's as smart you. as, as, as they come. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't want to be the bad guy ever. Yep. Unless it's to, but me. is she okay with you being the bad guy? No one's okay with me being the bad guy, Wes. <laughs> anyway, I'll see you on uh, one drink Wednesday. Yes. Oh, we're going to have Forged and Fire, Emilio Carbajal. Emilio Carbajal, Forged and Fire. Um, yep. Wes Tankersley is hosting this week. Not, that, I mean, it, I want to say not that it matters. It used to matter more. Yep. Remember, it used to matter more because we couldn't collaborate on a post. Yeah. Now we can collab. So even if you host or I host, it's still post to both of our story or both of our pages at the end of the day. And then and also, by the way, Instagram has this thing. I want to post a video mm-hmm. on the one auto page and it says videos are now automatically posted as reels. Oh, yeah. Game changer. They're trying to, they're trying to push that reels. They're trying to keep up with TikTok. Yeah. So that's, that's a way for them to do that. So like if you did a video and you made it a post, it would go to a reel. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Now I wonder because Instagram is kind of weird. Like I'll have something on one of my, one of my logins, but not the other. Yeah. So I wonder if that, if so that was from the one auto page. Um, yeah. Cause you can do like badges and stuff and subscriptions on yours because you got 10,000, but you, I can't because I only have like 26. Yeah. So anyway, this yeah. Wednesday, uh, seven o'clock Pacific, every Wednesday, seven o'clock Pacific time. One drink yeah. Wednesday with myself and Mr. West Tankersley. Uh, thanks for jumping in telling us about your forerunner um, and your trip. And I'm sorry. The reason why I wasn't there was because Monterey car week, they moved the dates and it screwed everything up for everyone next week. Yeah. Or actually this week, this week coming up this week and coming up, I'll be in Monterey with uh, Dwayne and uh, the next episode, we'll be recapping that. Yep. Where are you flying to? You flying to San Jose? Are you flying to Monterey? Or- Monterey. You got it. To, was it cheap this time? I use points air miles. Okay. I saw a big plane coming out of that airport when I was sitting at the wharf and I was just like, man, that thing must be, the airport must be getting bigger. So it's nice to be able to just fly straight there. I don't think Boise has one. That's a straight flight there though. I think you got to go to San Jose and then get on another plane to Monterey. Yeah. It's not a big airport, but it's big enough. I think American and I don't know who else flies, flies there. 
Cool, man. We'll have fun. All right. See ya. Later. Well, I think Wes for jumping on that conversation was brought to you by Cell Shop Wireless Services. Tell you what, man, like we, we have such a good time on One Drink Wednesday. And he's been, he's wanting to move it to a different platform. You know, Instagram Live hasn't picked up the way we really wanted it to. And we've been doing it for over a year. We do have the loyal people who listen in every week who watch us. Sometimes they get on their stage with us and talk and have a drink. But if we wanted to grow, he's talking about maybe going to TikTok. I refuse to get on TikTok. I'm not a ticky talker, although I probably would do well on it. You know, maybe, you know, Facebook, maybe, maybe YouTube, you know, if we did our one drink Wednesday, but I just, I don't know, man, it's just not for me, but that's the reason why it doesn't grow. Well, we talked about maybe making a logo, making some shirts and stuff. Speaking of shirts, you can get the hard parking podcast shirt still. It's awesome. Thank you. To those of you who have picked up a shirt, you know, last, last couple of times on one drink Wednesday, we've had like, you know, like Wes was saying earlier, we have, uh, an alumni of his from his high school who's on Forged and Fire, you know, the TV show. They take a chunk of metal and they have to make a sword out of it or some shit. It's one of those shows like my wife and I, we watch stuff like Chopped and they watch Forged and Fire. It's kind of the same. You start off with five or six contestants and at the end of the show, one person wins the jackpot for that episode. But we've had, you know, Jake Rose, Jake Rose Music, He's a musician, part of New Medicine Rock. You know, they've opened up. They just got done touring. Actually, they were opening up like last weekend for some major whatever. You know, uh, Dallas Walker. You guys look up Dallas Walker, singer. He's on, He was on One Drink Wednesday a couple weeks ago. And he sang for They both sang for us when they were on. It's super freaking cool. So make sure you guys join us on One Drink Wednesday. I'd like to see you. Tell them you came from the podcast. You know? Bought some wheels for the car. Having them powder coated. They came white. I wanted to do white on white, but they were so uh, beat up. Previous owner tracked with them. Came with some nice rubber, but the rubber's beat up too. So, not excited about that, but I am excited about getting the wheels and uh, kind of making my type S kind of stand out a little bit. So, be looking for that on social media. You guys see the credit card review that I uploaded. Um, A friend of the show sent it to me. He goes, Here, you should. You want your your YouTube channel to blow up? Do a video on on unboxing these two high expensive credit cards. I'm like, dude, that's my channel's not about that. It's not really how any of this stuff works. But uh, I don't know. I, I recorded that last year, like 21, but I just in August of 2022 finally edited and uploaded, and it was a lot of fun. So go check it out. It's uh, I'm. Comparing the MasterCard black card to the Chase Reserve, which that Chase Reserve, I don't even think it's around anymore. They changed it to something else. It used to be called the Palladium card. But uh, yeah, it was really good. Check it out. Tell them you came from the podcast. One of the right Honda, right Toyota, Scottsdale, Arizona, fourwheelonline.com. Of course, sell shop wireless services. Westgate Exotic Cars and Rentals, Patreon business supporter, Korea Automotive out of Winter Garden, Florida, as well as Pell Construction out of Caledonia, Michigan. If you're a musician, help the podcast upgrade. Join the Patreon for as little as three dollars a month and get access to bonus audio as well. bonus audio as well as show swag. Oh, you guys, a bonus audio! I got some stuff to get off my chest. That's usually what that uh, Patreon is good for. Yes, you get to hear me bitch about things that I don't really talk about on the podcast. 
I think Mark Stoneman, Catherine Cox, Eddie Ramos, Richard Graves, Byron Jones, Bo Jung, Alice Gamina, and Drew Bunkley. I think Byron's going to leave me soon, man. Strong supporter of the show. He's a top-tier supporter, but he's probably getting tired of my shit. I made a post on Facebook the other day, and I read it. I was like, oh, did you fact-check this? He's yes, I did, actually. He's like, oh, okay, good. There's this thing where I don't like... It's so easy for people on social media to just spread negativity without fact-checking. They just repost something that someone else has and you know, not to pick on Byron because he's a solid dude. I love him. He needs to come back in the studio. But uh, I think there were, a post was made like a year or two ago when they were pushing the vaccine. I don't remember if it was Byron or not, but somebody posted it. And once I fact-checked that, I was like, mm, no. That's not what really happened. I just I just want to make sure all my friends, you know, they don't fall victim because it's so easy to just post something without fact-checking it. Love you guys. If you want to email the show, heartbreakingpodcast at gmail.com. And follow me on Instagram at jfinning. That's J-H-A-E-P-F-E-N-N-I-N-G. If I said that too fast, my name is on the podcast. You can also try jtravels, J-H-E underscore travels. Subscribe to the YouTube page decided i'm going to start working on a website i've been promising a website forever i have a bunch of domains on godaddy one of them we started building out a website with a friend of the show i don't know what happened he just got overwhelmed got busy doing other shit fell by the wayside i get email reminders once a week of the theme that we picked it got updated no idea where that's at this weekend i tried to make my own with one of my other domains and i just was like i have no idea what i'm doing so I might need some help. You might want to reach out and help me with that. Just need a landing page. Just need something simple. It's a lot better to send people to, you know, you can find out more at hardparkingpodcast.com, hardparkingpod.com. I have all of those. Instead of go to anchor.fm, you can find me on Spotify, you can find me on Apple, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. It just needs more professional. Put a store there, whatever else. Uh, but I can't grow that. You're telling the world how good the show is. Let's do this. Let's grow this thing together. And I'll talk to you all next week. Shut up! <laughs> now it's stripping time.